0: I used to sit in the preschool in tears.
1: People say to me all the time, you're a parenting expert because you've got six kids. And I'm like, well, no, I know plenty of people with lots of kids and they're not parenting experts at all. (laughs) doesn't matter which school they go to as long as they're being well supported at home because I will not be camping out. (laughs) To get them
0: into the out of area or the fancy private schools. From the news desk to the nursery, this is The Parent Panel with Siobhan Hunt.
2: It's time to give mums and dads a platform for a change and for the next 30 minutes, two of our favourite parents will be giving us their opinions on the topics making waves in the parenting world. And today we're talking about when you start talking to your kids about sex, does a significant age gap make a difference when you have kids? the definition of a successful date night, and when your children have crazy escapes. Joining me to discuss these topics are two very experienced and wise parents. I didn't tell you that before I asked you. Where are they? they?
1: (laughs) So there are other people coming in here, are there?
2: (laughs) No, it's you, Gary. All oh, right. Um, so we have Gary Eck, comedian, Hello. Hello. and Shesie Denya, who's the founder Hello. of Mummy Time. Hello, wise mm. and experienced parents. Yeah, mm. just yep. making sure you know that, yeah. mm. <laughs> Shesie. We can start with you. Can you tell us about your kids? I can. I have two daughters, uh,
0: Sailor, who turns seven next week. I can't believe that. Where you know, where's the time gone? Um, She's a very sweet, sensitive personality who looks exactly like her dad. Um, She's a bit dramatic, but not as dramatic as Scout, my other daughter, who's two and a half. She is part devil. Um, (laughs) I'll I'll be honest. She causes me a lot of grief. And if she was the first child, she would be an only child. Mm. Um, She is wild. uh, And as her name says, she's a real scout. So that's my girls.
2: That's exciting. Great
1: great names. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Gary, Mm. how about you? Well,
1: I'm going to rename my children because I like those (laughs) names. So my my oldest is Scout. and (laughs) (laughs) To be named Scout. No. Uh, yes, yeah, so I've got uh, two. Um, the oldest uh, is Dashel, so an unusual name as well. Uh, yeah, so he's twelve. So he's just going into high school. Uh, he's he's very he's, he's very musical. He's uh, very sensitive. Um, loves his food almost to the detriment of my wallet. Like he, oh, I
2: love the idea of a kid I, loving Loki. Mean, he, <laughs> right. he will
1: find a three hat restaurant where there are no three hat <laughs> restaurants. I'm like, we can't go there. That's going to cost a million dollars. He's like, yeah, but it's good. Oh. Yeah, so I'm actually thinking of doing like a food blog with him or something and sending yeah. him off to restaurants. But anyway, yeah, so, uh, and then I've got a daughter, Avelia. She's uh, nine. Uh, and uh, she's, you know, she's a bit of a cheeky one, a bit of a character. Quite funny. Where does she
2: get that from, Gary? I know, I know.
1: <laughs> it's weird. They're very similar, yet they're very different. Mm. You know, they hang out, they, they, they get on really well, yet their personalities, you know, are quite, like she's, you know, whatever, doesn't care, easygoing. Mm. My son's a bit more, you know, thinks about it, very curious. You
2: know, the feelings, emotions. Oh, well, I can't wait to get into the first topic with you both. I know. God. <laughs> I've got no answers for any of these. Well, the first one that we're going to talk about in just a minute is sex education. Yo,
0: I don't think we should talk about this. Come on, why not? People might misunderstand what we're trying to
1: say, you No, know? oh, but that's a part of life. Come on. Let's talk about sex, baby.
2: So when is the right time to talk to your kids about sex? I keep, I just keep thinking, Gary, I'm going to have to go to you because your son's 12 and you I, surely have I, to be talking uh, about sex by now. I know, I
1: know. Well, I don't, we haven't.
2: Well, uh, you need this book. So I'll just explain yeah. why we're talking about this because there has been a book out for a while. It's called The Amazing True Story of How Babies Are Made. Um, it's by Fiona Katowskis. We spoke to her on this show mm. because it's a very um, – Well, it's it's the most modern book since Where Did I Come From, which, let's face it, is what we got when we were growing up. It's a little bit dated now. Um, But she did this book basically because her son said how a baby's made and she couldn't find any books, so she made one up. They had very funny illustrations, but still it's a very straightforward book. And apparently it's only just been moved to a part of the Kmart bookshelves where kids can reach it and parents can see it. So there was a little bit of a hoo-ha on social media about whether it was appropriate for kids to know this much about sex um Just so you can hear what our audience is saying about it, um, Monica says, I don't know about the book, but my five-year-old learnt how babies are made from a baby panda YouTube video. (laughs) Now, it doesn't go into detail about sex, but it talks about sperm and egg and growing baby. I think that's enough for him at this age. Yes, he also understands that basically basically pubic hair is something that you get when you are older slash bigger and that girls have vaginas and boys have a penis. No idea how I will approach actual sex topic with him but I'd say I won't for another five years anyway, which makes her son 10, which means you should have had this conversation with Dash already,
1: <laughs> That's Gary. what schools are for.
2: <laughs> Is That's it?
1: That's their job. Do no, they do not. that?
2: No, no, I, I want to know. think they do. And they did, they
1: did have a kind of like a, a call, like some sort of organization that came to the school and, and visited. And, and they, Healthy
2: Harold, perhaps. Something
1: like a Healthy Harold or Horny Harold, <laughs> <laughs> No. <Knowing. laughs> Makes more sense, doesn't it? So um, yeah, and no, I think they sort of. Uh, but he didn't come back with any questions, and I think there's a lot of schoolyard talk as well. I mm. think that is probably where the real education comes from. Mm. I think is that a not lot...
2: concern you? Well,
1: I mean, it, everyone does it, and we. When I was at school,
2: what sex or talk about it?
1: Talk about it, but <laughs> I think the difference now is access to media. Um, I mean, just to give you an example, someone I think at my son's school was. Googling, like, hot Jamaican girls. <laughs> and my son didn't really know what this was, hot Jamaican girls, and told my sister, uh, his sister, who's nine, and she was like, ah, oh, she thought it was girls with hair on fire. Oh. <laughs> so that, she goes, oh, I want to Google that. I want to Google. And I'm like, no, you don't want to Google hot Jamaican girls. Oh, and that's God. the problem. Everything can come up. So, you know, they're probably mm. getting an education beyond what we ever got. But I haven't sat down with my son and actually done the classic, you know.
2: Birds and bees. Yeah. The, I don't know. I
1: mean, I've, I was just. Do you know
2: re- when you, have you thought that there's an age where you'll actually sit him down, father <laughs> to son and say, yeah. son.
1: After his first child. Okay. <laughs> so you've obviously figured it out and well done. Congratulations.
2: Because <laughs> I remember my dad trying to talk about periods and stuff with me. Oh, and what, your awkward. Awkward. My dad. Oh yeah. He tried. Awkward. But wow. I was like, oh. No As, dad. Yeah. No. Yeah. So uh, maybe it's a parent it, yeah. mum, dad thing, do you think? But I, I think you
1: need the child, like, I think my son's quite young. Like, I don't think, you know, and I think they need to feel, like, when you read stuff about, in that book, you know, the, was it the parents get all tingly. Like, they're not relating to that because mm. they're not feeling that sensation. So it's kind of weird.
0: Mm. So
1: until they do, I can't imagine, you know, I think it's just a timing thing.
0: Mm. Shazzy, what about you? Um, look, I think it depends on the child. I mean, I haven't had to have those kinds of conversations with my kids. Um, you know, I think that I, I want them to be little for a little bit longer. And and they don't really, they don't show any interest um, in, in the whole sex
2: talk. So, I mean, I guess we're talking about sex. The thing that people were getting upset about was the act of having sex. But what about when they see a pregnant woman and they ask about the baby? Well, I mean, my daughter, do- kind of- we
0: had those conversations and she kind of just acted like she knew, you know, when I kind of asked her a few questions. That came after she'd told everyone um, at preschool that mummies grow hair down there when they're <laughs> pregnant. Um, so that conversation right. was very awkward, um, which I had to have with her after um, a meeting with the teachers. Uh, I've not actually mentioned that before. Um, so maybe she was a bit more interested than I thought. Um, no, look, she she didn't need to go into the details, I didn't feel, but um, my husband's away a lot. So we have quite candid conversations, quite like we're quite close Um, and I know that one day there will come a time where I think I think she's right to talk about it right now.
2: Um, and maybe we have to talk to girls sooner than boys. Well, I don't
0: know, because boys
2: change look, as I, well.
0: Like I don't know, you know, but I do know that I the, um, the Where Did I Come From book I found at a girlfriend's house when I was six years old, and um, it was up in a cupboard, and I actually traced some of the pictures, and we <laughs> thought it was really cool, and I packed them back into my bag, took them home. My mum found them, and all hell broke loose because she was wondering, you know, who was this? pedophile family that you're staying with, with all these random pictures. And she'd not heard of the book. So then, you know, we had to have this very embarrassing meeting. and, um, And at that point, I got this... I guess, feeling that um, that the whole sex topic, you know, all of that was very taboo and very naughty and which wasn't, you know, what they were trying to do, but they just wanted to get to the bottom of it. I don't want my kids to have that. So I'd like to be a little bit more open-minded, but I don't really want my, you know, daughters to see this book at the moment because little kids love things that are gross, you know, like bottoms and doodles, as my my uh, kids poo, call them. Poo, poo jokes. Oh, oh, poo. oh
1: man. Yeah.
2: Never you, ending. I know. Never
1: ending poo joke. We never tires, <laughs> yeah. you know. And I'm a comedian, so I'm like, ah, oh, do I have to, it's like low and comment, com- you know, I've got to do poo jokes to get laughs from my children.
2: <laughs> it's you know. easy. I'm Sean Hunt. You're listening to the Parent Panel on Kindling Conversation. Just thought I'd interrupt the poo thing there. Um, <laughs> where we invite two parents into the studio to get their thoughts on the stories and events of the week. Today, I'm joined by Chezzy Denya, founder of Mummy Time. And comedian Gary Eck. So next we're going to be talking about whether a big age gap is a problem when you're parenting. Hello. Just a quick note before we get on to the next topic. Are you a working mum trying to work out how other women manage it all. The Mother Shift is a brand new podcast series revealing what's really going on behind closed doors when we're busy juggling work and family life, not to mention taking care of ourselves. Hosted by journalist, mum and guest on the parent panel, Jacinta Tynan, The Mother Shift couples expert advice with relatable and unfiltered stories to try and help you figure out that puzzle of modern motherhood. After this episode, make sure you go and check out the Mother Shift. There's even an episode where I dive into my own personal story. Woohoo! Okay, now let's get back to the parent panel.
0: This
2: week, the Fairfax Press published a story about age gaps. So basically Relationships Australia had... Oh, sorry, it was Relationships Science Online. It's a website founded by Deakin University associate professor... I'm going to say Jerry Carrances. And I'm saying that because relationship science online sounds really dodgy, but it's actually not. (laughs) And he's done a lot of research. But he was looking at the different age gaps we have in the West. So I am thinking he's looking at Australia in particular. And apparently, while we prefer partners our own age, we're not adverse to going 10 or 15 years older or younger. Um, And he was saying that, you know, these relationships survive if you've got shared values, beliefs, goals, which sounds like every relationship, no difference there. But I'm wondering if a bigger age gap might have an impact when you start to have kids because I'm at a stage of my life where we've had two children, our careers are getting back on track, but what happens if you have children and one of the partners is going to retire in five years or um, hasn't actually started their career? which, you know, mm. if they're really young. So, um, and I don't know, I can't, I haven't actually asked you about your partner, Gary. So mm. I don't know if you guys have direct experience, but we often have friends who have gone through this. And I'm wondering, Shazie, have you seen anything like this in your f- group of friends or?
0: Do you know, I don't have any experience um, in this. And, and when I saw the question, I really tried to rack my brain um, I know for myself, my husband's two years older than me and we had very similar upbringings and we often laugh about, you know, shows that we used to watch together, HR Puff and Stuff or He-Man or she <laughs> oh, you know, or, or we'll do, you know, Captain Planet or something, you know, <laughs> that our kids don't know. It's like an in-joke that they're not in on. Um, and that works really well for us. So I don't have a great deal of experience, but I do know that that works for us. It really... um, I like it. Um, and if you had a partner who was from a different era, you know, then you can't joke about hyper-coloured T-shirts and Doc Martens or, mm. you know, happy pants or something that's like true. that. They yeah. didn't
2: have an excuse when if they were older <laughs> anyway. You're like, that's well, fine. I was 13. What was your that's mm. reason? Mm. How about you, Gary?
1: Yeah, so my wife's 85. <laughs> so we don't we have very little in common. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, it's funny because my wife's older than me by one year, but she looks about ten years younger. So people think I'm dating or have married wow. a, a younger, w- <laughs> you know, a woman. It's kind yeah. of weird. Yeah, everyone thought, "Oh, the cradle snatcher, Gaz. I'm like, "No,
2: <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's older, older, older than me. She's cradle snatching me." Yeah,
1: yeah, it's how it works. But I mean, I don't have a problem with it. And I, but looking with kids, like I, I think it, ideally it's great if people had kids very young. I reckon because mm. you've got that energy. And I've got friends and, you know, who are comedians and stuff who had, you know, when they were 40, they were having a beer with their 20 year old son. (laughs) That's pretty cool. And their life, you can, your life's only beginning at 40 sometimes. So suddenly your kids are growing up, um, you can sort of do whatever you want. So I kind of like that in France, for instance, they, um, women have children young there and they have lots of them because they have really good maternity leave is for a year. You get paid maternity leave for a year. You get. Government issues a nanny three days a week to go and help you and stuff. What? So the incentive I'm to have there. yeah the, the <laughs> yes. incentive to have children is is it's high. high yeah. And so if you go to the Marubra school here, all the mums are like thirty six, four kids. Yeah. They've just like had them young.
2: Oh, you, by Marou- I should explain to the rest of ah. Australia. Oh the rest of Australia. That, yeah. He's not saying that Maroubra pumps up. Out- babies <laughs> no. young for no other reason. So no, there's French a French school, school in Maroubra. Yeah, yes.
1: yeah. sorry, sorry. I, everyone would have picked that up.
0: Yeah. They, would have, they would
1: have Googled, what's Gaz going on about? What's Maroubra?
0: What's... I <laughs> what think do they do? You, yeah. they... <laughs> I think also in country areas too, yeah. my experience is that people have kids a lot younger. And you're right, they do have a lot more energy for their kids. That's clearly where I went wrong. Mm.
2: Yes, <laughs> I'm, I'm with you, Shazie, yeah. because I I had my first baby when I was 35. Right. So, you know, I look. At, I get. Um, I'm. I'm not judgmental when I see young mums. I get really jealous. I'm yeah. like, God, why you had it all together and you had your babies young, and mm. I took forever to work it out. But if you're
0: career minded, you need to get your career set up, especially for females. You know, it's sorry, Gary, not excluding you, but no, yeah, but
1: also but for guys like you know, most it's hard. like I wouldn't have been ready at 21, 22, just mm. emotionally. It just the idea would have just been so alien. To have had a child. Yeah. Child. I mean, I would have coped and I reckon I would have well, been Well, can you imagine having
2: a child at 70? Um, no. <laughs> no. So that happened. One of our colleagues here interviewed a woman in um, Tasmania. The age gap between her and her partner is 35 years. Wow. And she says that it works well for them because they um, they know they won't have a long time together, which I think sounds that's really sad, of, but they... Oh, really...
1: Yeah, and the child as well because... When he's 30, he's most likely not here, mm. right?
2: Well, you know, depends well, what 70, drugs are around. Yeah, true, yeah, true. <laughs> but that's what mm. I wonder with that age gap thing mm. because I have friends- That's huge though. That, right? is, that is extreme. Yeah. But if you go the 10-15 mm. gap and if my partner, who's four years older than me, if he was 15 years older than me now, he'd be 55, which mm. is fine. But that means um, our kids are only just- My eldest has just started primary school and in five years' time, technically- He's ready for retirement. Yeah. So I, I just, I don't know. I thought it was interesting because when you're 30 and you meet someone 10 years older, you don't think it's, twice. It's no, weird when you do pick up true. at
1: school and you meet parents and you're going, "Hang on, are you the granddad? Grandparent? Yeah. Or are you the dad? Because <laughs> yeah. I don't want to kind of be insulting and say, and you're uh, the nanny? Yeah. 'Are you the oh, nanny? Yeah.' And it's happened. You know? it's totally,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: That's right. And then it's the that other way. That gets said to me all the time. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <coughs> Shezzy rolled her eyes when she said that. I can see that happening. I can see that happening. You're listening to the parent panel on Kindling Conversation. I'm Siobhan Hunt. My guests today are Shezzy Denya, she's the founder of Mummy Time, and comedian Gary Eck. In just a moment, what does a successful date night look like in your house? night's gonna be a good night that tonight's gonna be logger Olivia White from House of White recently struck a chord with her followers about the reality of date night next to a post of her and her husband sharing a kiss looking like they'd just been digging about in the garden with her toddler on her hip. her post said date night. I mean, pretty dresses and candlelit dinners are nice, but sometimes just spending quality time doing the things you want with the people you love is all you need. And so I'm kind of wondering what date night is all about because we've recently in my house started trying to schedule it in every month. And I'm just wondering what makes it successful? Because one of the posts on Olivia's Instagram account was sort of saying for my husband and I, it's Watching TV and eating pizza. But I'm just curious is that a successful date night? Because for me, it's about connecting and actually talking without interruption. What does it look like in your house, Jessie, especially because Grant's away so much?
0: We don't see a lot of each other. Um, so That was well,
2: what, what makes a yeah. successful relationship. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I've <Yeah. laughs> well, um, never thought no. about
0: that, but <laughs> you've heard it here first. Um, yeah, look, we use up pretty much all of our babysitting credits with grandparents and babysitters um, just to get away to work. So we don't really have date nights, so to speak. But I do find that um, occasionally on a Sunday when the kids are quiet and watching TV or watching Netflix out in the lounge room, we'll run back into the bedroom and jump into bed and just have a snuggle and Oh, I thought you were going to be more graphic then. (laughs) I did too. I I thought,
1: what show is this? (laughs) It's like G-rated Chevy. We're not not doing the first first question. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) No, we just have a snuggle and a bit of a chat, and it reminds us of what life was like, you know, before you have kids. And we don't look—we don't get very long, but um, but I think that's nice, and that's enough for us. So to connect mm-hmm. and just yeah, recharge I think your batteries. So. so I don't think I, I saw that post of Libs and I I agreed. You know, getting dressed up whenever we get dressed up and go out, it usually means work, and people normally want to talk to you or pull you away, so you don't get to spend that quality time together. So PJs
2: and you know flannellet pyjamas it is. Oh, mm. especially in Bathurst, which is where <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. which is wow. where Shazzy's from and we know how cold it is in Bathurst. Date Childics.
1: freezing yeah. night. <laughs> That's
2: what it is. Body warmth, mm. yeah, body heat. What about for you, Gary? Because your kids are a little bit older now. Yeah, so we, we
1: tend to have date days, to be honest. Oh, I love that. Where it's kind of easier to go see a movie and have lunch than mm. go and see a movie and have dinner. Because, you know, it's not as late. So you kind of – and the kids can look after themselves. They can, you know, do whatever. And if someone is there, it's kind of pretty easy to look after. You're just watching. You don't have to put anyone to bed. Yes. So date day. So that's – you know, if we can catch a film and and lunch, that's like bonus. Can I tell
2: you what my husband and I did on our date day, which was – Anzac Day this week. His, uh, yeah. his mother-in-law's in town, and she was she was so sweet. She said, "I want you to go. Pretend it's a work day. I'm here. You don't have to come back." So we went out, and we went, and we walked around, and we had no idea what to do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've done
1: that. They're total. <laughs> so right. What
2: do Ooh. people do when they don't have kids? Uh, and you know what we did? What? At my husband's suggestion, we went and got a pedicure. Right. Oh, wow. That's what we did. Yeah. That's cool. (laughs) I know that feeling because we
1: always take our kids. Like I feel guilty if we go somewhere and it's going to be fun. I want them to experience it as well. Mm. And so when they're not there, you, you have that, this weird kind of, okay, so there's, no one tugging on my shirt. Yeah, There's no one. <laughs> Have I lost to... something? Yeah, if I lost <laughs> something, I mean, something's wrong here. You know. Yeah, it's very strange. You're, you're
0: always like, oh, I just need a break from the kids, and then you get a break. You're like, oh, God, I miss them.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> How funny! And that's what you do when you yeah. start talking to your partner, don't you find? You start saying, you know, oh, what about little Johnny's, you know. Terrible example because I don't actually know little Johnny, but you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. You know, what
2: about little Johnny's first day at school? Wasn't that? Yeah. But see, that... they say you're not meant to talk about kids or finances. And I was talking with uh, my colleague here, Lucy, and I said, but what else do you talk about? That's life now, you yeah. know, and you don't get time. If you've ever tried to, my husband and I at dinner, we'll all eat at the table and sometimes we'll try to have a conversation, I don't know why we try, about Something like money or what's happening with the kids, and they're always like, "Mom, yeah, Mom, Mom, yeah. Mom, yeah. I've done a poo." <laughs> Sorry, just yeah. hold that conversation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. hopefully yeah. my
1: son's not saying that because he's <laughs> twelve.
0: But...
2: Can't wait, Dad. I've done Can't a wait. poo. Do you have? Uh,
1: he's eighteen. Do you... Dad, done another poo. All right, be there in a minute.
2: Oh, I'm laughing too much. <laughs> would there are there topics that you I mean, Chelsea I mean that's fair enough though. I mean for you would you rather not talk about your son daughter's poo, whatever. But would you rather would you rather not Because you guys it's hard because really we also work we work
0: together as well. So yeah. I help you know, I help get him around the countryside and uh yeah, and so I'm he can't handle lots of noise at once. And so he's been away working in a hotel, you know, just talking to one person mm. one-on-one and he gets home. It's like, Dad, Dad, catch this. Boom, I've done a poo. Stop stabbing your sister. You know, all yeah. these things. And he can't he, he can't function. So, so then he's like, quick, go in, cuddle, snuggle, chat, kids. Well, they out. don't want to go to bed because they're so excited that they've seen he's him. In. And then I'm like, oh, did I tell oh. you that such and such from the neighbours said this? And he's just like, you know. Give me a day. Yeah, you know, you know what dads
1: do—very guilty. Bit of a mission here. Drive around the block a couple of times before you come home. Oh.
0: Don't want to get
1: there too early, <laughs> right? You suddenly go, "Oh, geez, that's that's kind of when they're having a bath and screaming." So am yeah. I might just this makes sense. cruise around the mate?
2: She's going dad's home. Yeah. She's gonna be she's gonna be out of the studio, calling Grant. Going, I've yeah, I've just learnt something from the se- secret brotherhood of Absolute. dads. Absolutely, yeah. because our block is a dirt road. Well, that's so, tricky. Yeah, no, yeah. but you takes know, him when, half an hour to go around. Well, yeah, the block.
0: exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, gee, you're late today, and the cars filthy what's going on <laughs> oh no there's a lot of
1: you know dawdling when it comes to, you don't mm. want to come home at the worst time yeah you know what I mean? so it a little i live here. the
2: worst time every yeah. day so That's i don't right, want to come you. home either no. i don't i'm, I'm just going to pull this up now because yeah. you're getting grant into some serious, serious trouble, trouble here yeah. it's grant a, you're in trouble won't be i know you back. grant
1: I, i've never really met you but i know you <laughs>
2: You'll see to the parent panel. We'll be back after a very short break talking about when kids escape. You may have read about the 12-year-old boy who stole his mum's credit card and flew to Bali where he booked into the Four Seasons Hotel. Good on him. <laughs> Champion. That is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, some parents, uh, some of the comments from our listeners include Beck says, so impressed at this child's executive functioning, yeah. the organisational skills it would take to pull this off. And Tim says, bet parents knew all along, but just wanted a moment without the 12 year old. Hashtag genius parenting. Um, but I'm wondering, I mean, it kind of got me thinking sometimes kids do manage to escape their parents uh, and it can be terrifying, but. Funny in hindsight, and I'm wondering if either of you have had any experiences like maybe, Shezzy, you've told us earlier you had to chase cows around your property. Mm. Did every day, and maybe your children scooted off every
0: day with my child. Scout is really wild and people laugh when I say it because she looks like a little angel and she you mm. know she's real sweet looking, but um but she's smart and she's calculating. And <laughs> I think she was put on this earth to give me a heart attack. Um because I'm standing at the kitchen window one day and I just see this tiny and she's little, this tiny little blonde-haired apparition walking down the paddock um with arms out. Headed straight for my cows um, and the brand new calf. Um, she had apparently, according to her sister, who was watching in horror um, from out the front but didn't yet come and tell me, she had gone and got a stool from the bathroom, put it underneath the front door handle, climbed up, opened up the oh. door. Put her gum boots on, thankfully, and headed off down the paddock. She's not. She's only two. Yeah. Wow. Yes, yeah, so, and this was about six months ago. She was an <gasps> early walker, which what? is also yeah, early walker, early talker, and very curious. It's a very oh. dangerous combination. Luckily, she was sidetracked by a very large kangaroo, which we have a lot of. It's um, like a it's like danger. <laughs> <bomb>. <laughs> and she headed off to the right because. Um, the mother cows are quite protective of of their babies, and and the calf was quite young, so you know that. Wow, you know, it frightened the life out of me. That's just one. It happens all the time with her. Wow. quick.
1: Do you, a, do you have a snake pit as well?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but funnel web do spider, have a lot of, yeah, spiders, spiders, yeah. you know,
1: nesting. Oh, you've got <laughs> heaps
2: of them. Yeah, I yeah. Think she's got funnel web spiders. Ah, uh, no. What do you like? with red backs. Cold, We've got redbacks. We got redbacks, but yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, no funnel webs. Such a country girl. See how she said redbacks like they were nothing? Yeah. yeah.
1: Like yeah. they're for that breakfast. A... Yeah. More redbacks kids. <laughs> yeah, mum. Take <Check> them on. <laughs> Yummo. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's crazy. How yeah. about yourself? Your son's 12. Has he tried to go to Bali Oh, I, well, I mean,
1: he would love to. If I said, look, you can book it and go on your own. <laughs> He's gone. Because <laughs> we, whenever we go on a holiday, he loves doing the research where we're going to stay. So he finds all the five-star hotels that we're not and staying the,
2: at. the three-hat restaurant. three yes. yes. restaurants and it
1: all he's got it all on booking.com like he's found it all. So he's one step away from just filling in the details and booking it. <laughs> Cuz it, it would come up automatically. You've with, trained
2: him to do I've this him, so if yeah. he ever escapes. It's your fault.
1: I know, but it's, but I look at it and I go that's great but we can't afford that. <laughs> so uh, But they never really uh, escaped. I I used to escape when I was little. I ran away when I was six.
2: How far did you get?
1: Well, I said to my mum, that's it, I'm going. (laughs) I'm just going. And I packed my bag. I got a suitcase.
2: Was there anything in particular that made you I don't know. I probably
1: didn't get something, you know, didn't get my way or something. And did you go far? I did. Well, my mum followed me. I walked down the street and I went all all the way to the end of the street. And she was kind of following me. And I got to the end. (laughs) And then I walked all the way back. And I walked inside and I said to mum, I'll go tomorrow.
0: (laughs) That's cute. But at least you gave a good warning. I gave a good warning. She got to follow you. Yeah. Yeah. Scouted, be gone. She will be the one that goes to Bali. Yeah. Yeah. And then she'll But but you've made a harder for her because
2: you're in Bathurst, which isn't necessarily close to. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm. a good point. Although she may know where the airport is.
0: Yes. That's right. She just can't reach the pedals in the car. So like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's right.
2: She'll
1: put, a, she'll put a pig on each foot, <laughs> be able to reach them.
2: The, or the she'll
0: ride a cow. <laughs> I shouldn't joke
2: about this because this is actually my real life. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, we won't laugh <laughs> about it anymore. But, um, Shazzy, Gary, it has been yeah. such fun to have you come in. It, that half hour just flew by. Thank you so much. No, thank, no, thank you, you That was Shezzy Denya, founder of Mummy Time and comedian Gary Eck. The Parent Panel will be back next Friday from midday. Remember, you can subscribe to our podcast and you'll get a new episode every week. That's all from us. A big thanks to our senior producer, Elise Cooper. I'm Siobhan Hunt. Have a great weekend. You've been listening to
0: The Parent Panel, a Kindling Kids radio podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review and share it with your friends. The Parent Panel. New episodes every Friday.